Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of Flirty Thoughts with Choco, the podcast where it takes some time to appreciate the characters that bring some of our favorite manga, light novel, anime, and video game stories to life. Okay, so before we get into today's episode, if you also enjoy light novels, manga, and Japanese books, check out the Bookwalker app. They have a Japanese and English store, both of which are accessible through the app. You can buy from a Japanese store even if you only have an English account. I bought Run With The Wind, which is in only Japanese, as I mentioned in the Prince episode. I also bought the Haikyuu light novels, Yes, there are light novels about things that happen outside of the manga's events, and it's not translated, but it exists. They also have The Night is Short, Walk on Girl, which was a movie that came out a couple years ago, but they have the actual book that it's based on, and it is translated. I've also read that. It's the same author that wrote Tatami Galaxy. His name is escaping me right now, but Tatami Galaxy is also a book, and... They're making an anime series out of the other book that comes after Tatami Galaxy, but I can't remember what it is, which is a great, it's a great anime, by the way, if you haven't um, seen it. I definitely recommend for the music, the art style, everything. It's like a really surreal experience. If you like The Night of Short Walk on Girls, then obviously you'll like Tatami Galaxy. If you also have a Bookwalker account, you can gift manga and books as well, so I do suggest checking it out. It might be an easier way to send me suggestions and see what I'm reading too. Anyhow, on to today's topic. I'm finally touching Haikyuu. Finally. I had my character picked out to gush over and love on, but something came over me and I switched gears. It's gonna be a Carl Snow player. He's a middle blocker and a freshman. Hopefully you already know who I'm talking about. If not, then let's get to it. Let's talk Haruichi Furudate's Tsukishima K from Haikyuu. Haikyuu was an anime about the sport of volleyball, high school volleyball specifically. We follow two characters who meet in a junior high tournament and end up at the same school in high school, Karasno High. One is a prodigy setter, Kageyama, and the other is a short kid with big ups, Hinata. There is a total of four first years joining the team, including Tadashi and Tsukishima K. They will all be helping the team as the remaining third years want to go all the way for their final year. They have gone pretty far before, but they didn't quite make it, and so with their final year, they were wanting to hopefully make it all the way. Now, Tsukishima K has been around volleyball since he was little. His older brother played when he was still in school, and he loves to enjoy the sport with him. Only to one day find out that all of his big brother's talk about the games he'd been in was a lie, and he was actually just a part of the cheer group because he wasn't good enough to actually get on the team. Tsukishima took up volleyball because of his family, but he has no real interest in it because it's not going to take him anywhere in the end. 
this is just for high school as far as he's concerned. It's something extra to do to say, I guess he did a sport. So usually he boasts the least amount of energy on the team. But he is friggin' tall. I think he's the tallest on the team. If not, he's second to Asahi, which is one of the third years. Tsukishima K is voiced by Koki Uchiyama in the original Japanese and Loraldo Anzaldua in the English dub. I have only watched it in Japanese myself. The first clip I ever heard in English was Kuro from Nakoma laughing and I hated every second of it. I will never watch the English dub just based off of that. The manga is the source and boasts 45 volumes in its full completion. Apparently there are four seasons to the anime and they will not be animating the rest so there will not be a season five. The conclusion will come as a two-parter movie event to conclude the events of the manga. But I do know that there is a stage play, which came out like years ago. But yeah, anybody out there hoping for a season five, they decide they're not doing a season five for Haikyuu. They're just going to do two movies and the movies are going to wrap up um, the rest of the events. That's how they're going to finish it. So... Hopefully that comes to theaters over here because I love to support um, anime movies when they actually make it over here. I absolutely do. So I'd, I'd love to go to the theaters and watch that. Alright, here's where I get to be very candid. So first of all, my thoughts on Siki Shimake. He's annoying. He's very, very annoying. His attitude is like, he's um he's a jerk and it feels like he be making fun of other people because they're so into it, but then also because he's just predisposed to make fun of people. Like, he comes off like he doesn't care about anything. And so when somebody's really excited about something, he might nitpick at them about what they're excited about. Why are you getting so excited? It was just the, oh my God, it wasn't that great. You didn't even do it that well. You know, something like that. Or he gets annoyed if something goes well. Like, maybe he was actually, like, trying and it didn't go so well. And so he got a little frustrated by it. And, you know, they try to tell him, don't mind, don't mind, it's fine. We'll get him next time, you got this. And he, uh, I guess he kind of goes with it, but he seems aggravated. But ultimately... At the beginning, I'll say, he's got, like, a pretty bad attitude. He doesn't care. He's keen on jumping on, sometimes jumping on people's insecurities, uh, snickering in the background. And it doesn't help that he's tall with this. So, and he's, he's tall and he's blonde. So, you're sticking out like a sore thumb. You're not, you're not hitting over there in the background, snickering in the corner. We see you, man. You're tall. And you're a first year, so you're only going to get taller. So you're not hidden, but I guess he doesn't care. He has a very in-your-face type of attitude, too. I mean, Kageyama and Hinata first met them, um, I think it was after school, when they uh, weren't allowed into the... Hold on. They weren't allowed into the gym to practice with the others because they were fussing and fighting and causing problems. So they said, y'all better figure that out before y'all come over here because y'all not going to come in here uh, with that foolishness and be jacking us up. We've got things to do. we got places we're trying to be and we're not going to get messed up because y'all, I loved that. I loved that a lot. My boy was not playing. 
He said, no, calm yourselves down and come back when you, when you figure out what you want to do, come back. So they were out there um, practicing and the ball got stuck in the tree. I think it's the one that Hinata was practicing with. Cause I don't think they were practicing together cause they don't like each other. Um, but they were out there at the park together anyhow. And the ball got stuck in the tree and um, Tsukushima and Tadashi come by and he takes it out the tree. And he, of course, he not he very short. He not is like my height or shorter, and I'm like five two, maybe five three. So he takes it out the tree and he's like holding it up by his head, and he's making little snide remarks to him about how short he is, as everyone does. And he not gets angry and jumps up and takes the ball from him, and then he want to look shocked and surprised and then act aggravated afterwards. It's like, sir. You were the one picking the fight. You were the one being the douchebag. You don't even know him. You don't even know his name. You don't know who he is. And I know you don't care to know who he is. Look at you. But yeah, it was one of those times where it's like, you are just predisposed to being a jerk whenever you can. And because you're tall, I feel like it makes it even more so. I feel like he would be that way even if he wasn't as tall as he was or as tall as he is. But the impression I'm getting right now is that part of it comes from him being tall. Because Tsukushima is huge. He barely has to get any height to get over the net to block. But Hinata needs a whole, like, full body jump to get up there. And I think sometimes that kind of aggravated him too. That he's over here blocking with um, Hinata, who might come up to his, like, torso, maybe. And he's doing it, and he's at some point making better plays than he is but at the same time he doesn't care but since he's there it's like they're doing really good they're doing too good and now I have to try harder or now I have to they're looking at me you know some kind of way I feel like he was kind of frustrated by that like he was there to be there and he didn't really take it seriously he didn't really put any effort into it but at the same time I know he kind of felt that pressure with um, Kageyama and Hinata being there and doing so well, but it's thanks to some of my other some other characters that I enjoy very much. Kind of take him under their wings. Some of the middle blockers. Uh, no, 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 no. A the ace from one team who also takes up middle blocker and Kuro from earlier. They kind of take him under their wing and kind of show him what it's about and give him a little bit of um, motivation. I love that they get on his nerves because you know what? He gets on everybody else's nerves. So I'm glad there was somebody out there to get on his nerves too because he can't be the only one walking around here getting on his nerves. And he thought he was doing it. Oh, when he met Kuro and uh, my boy Bokto, oh no. He really, he learned what, who, he learned what aggravating truly was that day. He learned because they were so on top of him. They were like, you have to come play with us. You have to come practice with us. Please, 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 just one time. Of course, they didn't do it one time. No, he learned that day, and I enjoyed that. I loved seeing that kind of mentor-type relationship. It was really sweet. I loved it. As far as, like, his general motivations, though, he kind of had to learn what motivated him to do it. Like, why are you still here if you don't even care? If it's not fun, why are you doing it? And if it's because it's just something to do well then I I personally felt like well you might as might as well not be here 
You know, you might as well not even be here if it's not fun for you. So they were kind of trying to show him. They told him what made it fun for them, what they looked forward to in matches. And he kind of had to, like, come into that himself. And honestly, Tsukishima had some good character growth. He really did. He came out MVP in one um, in one match. And it was undeniable that it was really thanks to him that they won that match. And even though he got on my nerves and even though he aggravated on Get Out, I felt a sense of pride watching that match when he uh, went in there and shut down the guy that had Karasuno's ace shaking in his boots. Such a sweetheart. I love Asahi. And he uh, he was able to shut him down one good time. And it meant a lot, first of all, for the morale of Karasuno, and then also kind of mentally messing with the other team as well. Because usually you don't, you don't block him. You, you, he doesn't get shut out, you know? And they had lost to the team previously. So it was just like, it was really important that it meant a lot that he was able to do that. And I think that was kind of his moment where he got excited about it. He found what he needed um, to get that motivation and get it cracking. And I really loved that. And I loved to see his character grow. And I think from there, he got a little bit more serious about what he was doing. And he started to care a little bit more. So I, I loved seeing that. I loved seeing that girl. He was still aggravating. He's still going to nitpick. He's still going to get on people's nerves. He's still going to poke the bear as you do. But I liked seeing him become a member of the team. I liked seeing him start to find his place. I'm glad that some people were still able to, like, you know, gravitate towards him despite his attitude, despite the way he acts. It's almost kind of like he's looking, he was looking down on people that actually like enjoyed the game they were like happy about it and they were looking forward to every match and they loved working themselves to death they loved having to crawl home every day because they were doing so many drills and you know it was like why are you taking this so seriously what's wrong with you you ain't got nothing better to do but be excited about this little hokey dokey game that's not gonna get you nowhere it's not doing anything this is just a high school activity why are y'all taking it so seriously was kind of the attitude I think he had. Um, so when I got to see him feel that rush, I got to see him feel that sense of accomplishment from hit, from um, shutting them down, shutting um, Shiro Torizawa down. I was like, look at you. What? MVP from that day forward. I honestly kind of, I think I actually started to like him at that point. I think I actually started to like him. It, it was, this is one of my favorite um what do you call it character growth i loved watching his character growth i truly did it was great he would well no he's still a jerk he's still a jerk but i liked seeing him be able to actually have fun with it and it meant so much when his brother who previously you know wasn't good enough to be on the team and as a kid that really hurt him that honestly i feel like it really hurt him and it kind of wonder why did you even go into volleyball I think it was because they were like, you have talent, you're you're tall, you can do it. Like, the main part is being tall. That's, that's half the battle, if not 90% of it, being tall. So I think that's why he originally got into it, and not necessarily because it was something he wanted to do. 
So I love that he was able to find a way to enjoy it and find what excited him about the game. And like I'm saying, his brother came to see him and was so happy and excited about it. And I think he said something like, "I, how did you find out? Or I told you not to come or some silly mess like that. His brother was like, there's no way I'm going to miss this. Like, and it's just so cool. I loved that too. Obviously, he wasn't still mad at his brother, but he's kind of like, oh my gosh, why are you here? Only just, you know, familial embarrassment, the cute stuff, you know. So yeah, that is uh, Sugishima K. So now I'm going to slide over to our archetypes and let's see what archetype I have put him into. Um, so I see bully puts others down to make himself feel better. I gave him this one because I felt like he kind of was being a bully. He teased a lot. He teased you. He made fun of you. But I guess technically he wasn't really a bully. He was just doing things to like get on their nerves. He wasn't really trying to actually like mentally hurt them. Even though he said some harsh stuff sometimes and that was unnecessary. But I don't think he was purposefully trying to to hurt them I don't think he was doing that on purpose so honestly bully was kind of up in the air but I did put it on here if only um for consideration chosen one regarded as the only one who can defeat evil now this one was simply my opinion because like I said after that Shiratori Zawa match I felt like he was MVP he was definitely MVP for that match and um he was very much important to that match. They really needed him. It was good. it was a good thing that he was there. Um, but honestly, that yeah, this one it was just kind of how I felt about him in that match for the most part. Because for me, that was the most important match for him. Uh, so that's why I put this one on here. But again, that one's obviously up for debate. Friendly rival motivates main character to do better. He does tend to motivate them quote-unquote he does tend to kind of keep them on their toes because when they do something wrong they already know he's going to say something they already know they're mad before he even says anything because they know he's gonna open his mouth and say something so in a way i feel like that's some kind of motivation to not get called out and embarrassed um straight man makes the fool look even more foolish yeah kind of because whatever it's not even just it's not even just on the court it's also when they're training it's also when they're outside running it's also during the um training camp when they were eating and things like that like he is going to find a way to get on somebody's nerves and if you're out there acting a fool he's going to point it out and make it even more obvious. If everybody wasn't looking, they might be looking at that point. Um, so that's kind of why I gave him that too. And sometimes even when they say something in jest, he has to come up and correct them. Be like, no, no, that's, uh-uh, what are you doing? He's kind of that guy too. So that's why I gave him that. And then Survivor, one who survives against insurmountable odds. He got an injury. I think this was in the Shiratori Zawa match. He had gotten an injury and actually hurt his hand and had to get like a little splint for his fingers. And he went back out there and 
still handled his business and still did his job as a middle blocker. And first of all, Curious Horizawa is known, was at, I think at the time, like for their area was known to be like the best school with, um, I cannot remember his name. Oh my gosh. It's a tall dude with short brown hair who was always shutting out Asahi. I cannot remember his name right now for the love of, I can't remember his name, but it was that dude. He was very well known. Everybody knew him. He's the guy. He was what? He said he was like number one in Japan. I think it was. Tsukishima was a first year. He was a first year and he wasn't even taking it seriously. And um, that was his life. That's what he did. And this little, I don't want to say nobody. Actually, I guess I shouldn't say little either. Because again, he's tall. Um, He just come out here and he's suddenly finding his rhythm and shutting him down. And messing up his rhythm. And messing up um, the team's morale. So I feel like even with his injured hand, he got injured. He got fixed up and came back out and kind of came right back to doing his job. Or if nothing else with the injured finger, he could slow them down and allow somebody else to save that serve. So he still came out and was handling the business. So that's why I gave him um, the survivor archetype as well. Honestly, I'm not sold on any of these. So I'll say, depending on who you are, he potentially fits into the bully, chosen one, rival, friendly rival, straight man, and survivor archetypes. Alrighty, next, love him or hate him. So, first, character round, our character round up. Tsukishima Kei is very tall, very annoying, obnoxious, nitpicky um, jerk of a first year that didn't take volleyball very seriously until um, two third years took him under their wing and taught him what volleyball was and taught him how to search for what volleyball meant to him so that he could truly enjoy the sport for what it was and not just play to play. Because honestly, the whole, there was a whole team depending on you to play your part, and you're going to do it half-heartedly. That's crazy. But, yeah, he figured out what it meant to him. He um, acted accordingly and um, helped them shut out one of their one of their biggest rivals and move on, and they got to ultimately move up to where they had been previously to finally try their hand at winning that competition that I can't remember the name of. Um, it's wherever they are in season four. So, um, Sukishima played a big part in that. Uh, his character growth was pretty vital, along with, you know, the two main characters, Hinata and Kageyama. His character growth, I feel like, was also very important to the team being able to level up. Like, that Haikyuu kind of gives all the, all the first years, you know, enough screen time that you kind of do get to see them develop and you see them put in the effort it's not just the main two you get to see everybody grow up and grow and glow up you get to see everybody do better and it's just great and i think if not kageyama and hinata sukishima k's character growth is probably my favorite now my overall opinion on this character do i love them or hate them I don't want to say I love him because he get on my nerves, but I don't hate him either. 
I don't feel like he's necessarily a hateable character. He said some hard stuff when ain't nobody asked you, nobody wanted your opinion, we were not looking for nothing from you, but I feel like I don't hate him, but I don't say enough to love him. I like him. I'll say that. I like him as a character. He's alright. He's there for fun. He's there to make things more interesting. He's kind of there to challenge them, challenge challenge their um, mindset, things like that. So I enjoy him as a character. He's not the worst person ever. He's just aggravating. I don't know that he gets better uh, once he comes into his true volleyball self, is what I should call it, because now he's smirking at the opponent. Yo, there's an annoying face that this dude makes. He does this, like, smirk, and it's so aggravating. His face is very punchable. His face is very punchable. And I wouldn't blame anybody if they did. Of course, they never did. He never got hands put on him. Of course. Because I think he's pretty much taller than everybody, for the most part. He's taller than the majority, I think. At least, majority. But, um... Yeah, I I like Tsukishimake. I do. I had got one of those um blind bags, little character statues, and I got two. I got two of them, or did I? No, I got four of them. And guess how many Tsukishimakes I got out of there? I got two. I got two Tsukishimakes, and I got one Tadashi, and then I got one Kagayama. I was like, I do not even like this man like that. How did my luck fall to the most annoying dude? That's the guy that I get to of. I couldn't get one of, couldn't have gotten one of each. Really? To be honest, my favorites are um, Tanaka. Obviously, Tanaka. That's my boy. And uh, Nishinoya. I love those two. I love them separately. I love them together. They're, they're my duo. I enjoy them. I love their high energy. Tanaka has big delinquent energy, obviously. Uh, I love his buzz cut. I love his eyes. I love his energy. Um, the same with Nishinoya. I love his energy as well. They're my favorites, and they're who I wanted. Oh, uh, but that's not what I got. I got two Tsukishima. I got Tadashi, and I got Kageyama. That's what I got. But, yep, that's my overall opinion. He's cool. I like Tsukishima K. Uh, if I had a choice, probably wouldn't have gotten two of them but you know it's it's how it falls he's a cool character his character growth was great i love to see it and um i think he more likely than not he's happy ending in the end all right that is the end of today's episode we made it to the end i've hit my 30 mark so i'm gonna go ahead and try to cut this off but before I go, I also want to say this is one of the series, one of the few series of which I thoroughly enjoyed every opening and ending theme. I feel like every single one of them was a bop. That does not happen very often for me. And this will be the format going forward. Going forward, the format that I use today, this will be it. There will be no more changes. No more added segments or anything else unless, you know, for a special occasion. This is how we're doing it, guys. And speaking of special occasions, I do have a plan to bring a guest in onto the show to chat about a franchise close to my heart. I spent 60 plus dollars on a single t-shirt for this series. So it must be close to my heart because ain't no way. Ain't no way. 
That will drop sometime in December, so keep an ear out for that. Um, I'm also dropping hints to the characters that I'm talking about that week on X as well. So I might post something with a picture or something like that. I'm not going to post just the character. I'll post like a cast picture of like multiple characters if I can find it. And I want you guys to guess like which character from the poster is the one that I'm talking about for this week. Now, in that way, maybe you can give yourselves a head up, a heads up. So, you know, if you're following me on X, take a guess. And if you guess right, I will shout you out on the next episode. I might hit you up to X if you want to go by your screen name or handle or some nickname or something like that. As long as it isn't obscene or nasty, because obviously I'm not cussing. I'm not using profanity on this podcast. I do not use these words IRL. So I will not be using them, even if it is your screen name. I might censor it myself if that's what you want me to call you. Or if you don't want me to do that, just give me a different um, name that you want me to shout you out as. Otherwise, I'll just leave you anonymous, you know, if it's too rough for me. But still acknowledge that you guessed right, okay? I'm trying to get some interaction here, guys. Let me know. I'm doing a little more than screaming into the void, please. Oh my gosh. Send me some messages. Like, throw some guesses up on my weekly post. Like, let me know, guys. Alrighty, with that said, I hope you all have a nice day, evening, or night, whenever you're listening. And I will catch you all later. Bye-bye.